0: Hello and welcome to the Swan Song Project podcast. My name is Ben Buddy Slack, and I'm the founder of the Swan Song Project and the host of this podcast. The Swan Song Project is a charity, we're based here in England and we help people who are living with terrible illnesses or dealing with bereavement to write and record an original song. We believe in celebrating lives, making memories and leaving legacies. If you'd like to find out more about the charity, you can check out our website which is swansongproject.co.uk. The podcast features songwriters. Each episode I have a different guest on, I ask them to share with us one of their songs. We have a chat about how they wrote it. I ask them to share a songwriting tip, and I also ask them to share a song that's meaningful to them in some way related to bereavement. This episode features Abi Ozer, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, today I'm here with Abby Oza. Thanks for joining me, Abby.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: I'm very good, thanks, very good. How are you doing?
1: Good, thanks. I'm good, yeah.
0: Good. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first podcast of 2022.
1: Yeah, buzzing. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, not,
0: probably not the actual first podcast, but the first of my podcasts of 2022.
1: <laughs> yeah, the first podcast ever. 2022.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to any listeners. This is the Swan Song Project podcast. So um, every episode of this, I have a different songwriter on. Uh, we're doing it in three sections. First, I'm going to ask Abby to share with us one of her songs, and we will talk a little bit about how she wrote it. Uh, then section two, and we'll ask Abby to share with us a songwriting tip. And then section three, and we'll ask Abby to share a song that's meaningful to her in some way relating to bereavement. So uh, which of your songs have you chosen for us today, Abby? Uh,
1: so I've chosen "Grown," um, which is my re- most recent single. Um, and yeah (laughs) I wrote it like five years ago I think and um, it's only just got released because I've been kind of going through like so many versions of it and I never really got the right version but um yeah this is this is the version (laughs) I'm
2: sorry So glad that you're happy. Now it's been some time. Just tell me.
0: okay so that was grown by abby ozard uh yeah it's really cool so that was what's interesting you said you you wrote it like five years ago and you've been playing with the versions of it
1: yeah so yeah no i wrote it um i think no it was about four and a half years ago um back at back at the start of uni um and yeah it's kind of been through loads of different versions and um i kind of forgot about it for a while but still always played it live and then um I did like a writing session with with someone else um I think it was like yeah about oh it was last year in summer so uh and we just yeah we kind of got the right version so and then I was like no this feels this feels really good so yeah I thought why not release it and it kind of made sense because I'd not released anything in a while in a while so it kind of just made sense for that for that one to come first because mm. I guess like grown and uh, like I had as well like an always do keep growing like we all do really so yeah it just made sense
0: how different were the previous versions of it has it been like through quite a transformation
1: yeah the I mean, it, it wasn't too different but I think it had less of like a build-up um yeah there, there wasn't much of a build-up in um kind of the the previous versions and then the last version I don't know, we like introduced like loads of different instruments and stuff and yeah it just kind of felt felt right.
0: Yeah I was gonna say that's one yeah. of, I, really, I really like the way you play with the dynamics in it the way it builds yeah. up and brings down again works really well in it?
1: it. Yeah like on the first version it was quite like just like a linear song and I kind mm. of had it in my mind to keep it really simple because I didn't feel like it needed it but then when we played about with it I was like whoa no, this sounds cool like let's go with this version like it, and it's so it's so much more fun to play live as well like we've been um we've been practicing it with the band and, and yeah it, it's very emo <laughs> uh, yeah it's really good <laughs> thanks thanks it's yeah, yeah. it's
0: interesting I was like I think that's something what people who don't write songs sometimes don't quite realize how songs can last for so long and and like I guess see, I always think it's interesting how you say like it just when it just doesn't quite feel complete it's a really kind of weird mm. thing, isn't it? And like, I think again, people think like, "Oh, you just yeah, they're right, or you don't." But it's like, it's almost like the song's got a like, you know, like, it's, it's hard to describe, isn't it? like when you know it it's and when you know right. it's not.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like with with you, you, like you just know when you know. And I feel like with the right with the right versions, you just get like a certain feeling, like you get like goosebumps, whatever, and you're like, "Whoa, no, that sounds right." Um, yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Usually, I just like to kind of write a song straight away and then like kind of just record it and kind of just be done with it and be quite in the moment but with that one it was really different and I don't know why I think it's maybe because it was a more person like the most personal song so maybe it's I needed it to be right if that makes sense yeah
0: yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah I was going to ask about yeah. that so that's another interesting thing is if like sometimes you might have a song and it doesn't quite feel right at the start and then do you do you always pursue them or do you have some that just drop off? I was thinking you know, if this one's lasted with you for four and a half years and like you haven't dropped it <laughs> even though you kind of weren't quite there with it, you kind of knew it was worth pursuing.
1: Yeah, I've got uh I don't know I've got a really short attention span. <laughs> so usually <laughs> like if I don't like an idea, I'll just drop it straight away um and, and start a new idea. Um, that's usually the way it works. So I've got like I don't know, hundreds of like songs that are just one verse. And then I've just been like, no, it's not feeling right, which is really bad. But I, don't know, I guess that's just the kind of way that I work, really. But yeah, um, with this one, it, it was all written. It was just kind of the the, the instrumentation stuff that mm. I wasn't sure on. Um, so yeah, yeah. So
0: the lyrics and melody have been the same all the way through. The Mel- Lyrics so. and melody
1: have not changed. Yet. Yeah, everything's just... been the same. So it's just a recording, really, of it. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah and what do you remember about about the initial writing of it do you remember much about one year?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: First, first right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so I think I was in second year of uni um, and I was just having a super down day really um, and I, I was going through my first breakup um, and I don't know I was kind of feeling rubbish about it and then I kind of wrote it and it, it felt like a more mature approach to the to the breakup I guess. And obviously like it was the first first breakup I've ever had. So it, it was pretty it was quite dark <laughs> it was quite dark. <laughs> In like a you know you, you know when you're like younger. Like I look back and like I laugh now and I'm like, lol like <laughs> you're a stupid girl. Um but <laughs> but yeah I was feeling feeling pretty under the weather about it all. And then I don't know I kind of thought if I grow to accept it more then I think it would be easier to deal with rather than looking at it through hate if that makes sense if I kind of took a more mature approach to it it helped me a lot more and it did really like the whole song the song helped me so much and every time like I felt bitter towards it I'd like Go back to the song and be like, "No, Abby, <laughs> let's be mature adults." <laughs> um, and you know, and it's just all part of life, I guess. Um, it's, it's, it is all part of life, and and I think it, I don't know, breakups and guests kind of shape shape who you are as a person, really. Like they they improve you as a person, and they make you stronger, and they kind of make you realize what you want out of life and and stuff. So yeah yeah the approach
2: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and I'm glad to hear that it was so helpful for you and that it was a yeah you're turning something difficult into a positive um like that and yeah it is a it's a very mature um way of approaching a breakup as you know, mm.
2: for especially for for that
0: age to be um yeah looking for the positives from it and appreciating how but one of the things I thought about when I listened to it was um do you ever mm. see, or, see or read normal people yes yeah
1: oh um, god I am obsessed with normal people ah,
0: it's amazing isn't it but there's a bit at the mm. end of that where um so anyway, for any listeners who might not have seen or read it you really should do it's a great book and great tv series as well um but yeah it's about like a long-term on and off again relationship isn't it but at the end they kind yeah. of go in the separate ways and there's a bit where so again they've both been through so many ups and downs together but I can't one of one of them says something about they've both done each other some so much good I thought like, that's really? such a nice way of putting uh-huh. it, of like, you know, we've both had these ups and downs and we've been through so much together over all this time. But that just yeah. seeing that break as but, you know, we're both better people now than we were. We wouldn't have been if exactly. we hadn't had this relationship.
1: Yeah, you can't... I think you learn you learn so much and you kind of are... I mean, obviously, it's a completely different, you know, scale to, to losing someone, but you kind of are going through, like, a bereavement process. Like, you go mm. through you go through like anger you go through you know sadness and then you go through like oh like okay you know like I'm fine um and it, it is like a it's a process and I think it does it does really shape who you are as a person I think I think they're important things to go through really um it may not seem it at the time <laughs> but yeah
0: yeah. oh god I,
1: yeah I'm thinking of normal people now I, I funny <laughs> enough I was actually watching clips of it last night yeah <laughs> you know that scene where um her boyfriend at the time like drops a wine glass on the floor um and it just came up when I was, I was scrolling through TikTok and I was like god that's such a good series and a book <laughs> and a book yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that was amazing yeah really really good yeah I re- recommend anyone listening who's not checked it out to check it out definitely um, yeah um but yeah no it's good um good song yeah and I, I find that such an interesting is that something you've done with other songs where you've had something like a challenging situation or something you've been thinking about I and mean, then you've written a song as like a, I don't know, almost like a reminder of the, of the way you want to deal with it.
1: Mm, it's almost like a therapy session for yourself really, isn't it? Like it, Yeah, it, it's like kind of from the perspective's perspective of what other people will tell you to do and then you writing it is kind <laughs> of like, it solidifies that. I don't know, it's mm. weird. But yeah, I think songwriting in that way is, is, is so helpful. Cause then you can l- like look back at that moment and be like, well, the- this is how I felt at that time, and this is how I'm dealing with it now. Um, so I think yeah, songwriting's super helpful for that. It is you are kind of literally being your own therapist in a way. <laughs> yeah. It's an,
0: yeah, it's an interesting process, isn't it? Like, how do you? Um, yeah. How do you generate your ideas for songs? Are they like? Do they? Do they feel like they come quite naturally to you, or do you? think about particular circumstances or situations and then decide to write something about it.
1: I don't know, it kind of, it comes different. It's different all the time, really. I think I never really forced myself to write because I feel like when I do that, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work for me. So I kind of don't have like a specific like ritual or time that, or day that I think, oh, I'm going to write a song. Like it just you just comes. You definitely go through phases. Like I have weeks where I'm kind of, don't really write and then I have weeks where I write loads um so it's definitely just comes naturally but a lot of the time I kind of like to think of titles like I've got like a list of titles on my phone and then kind of go from there or like if I'm feeling a particular way at a certain time like I'll write about that or like if I've watched a film that or like friends and family experiences like it just kind of depends on what's going on really um but I do think if there's not a lot going on and I need to be writing, um, titles were always a really good way to start for me. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. it kind of sets the scene, and you know, and you kind of like when you're in the shower or you're like walking along the street one day, like, and you think, "Oh, that's a cool title." Like, I'll just quickly, quickly write it down and then go through them. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's another interesting. It's one of the, I think one of the big skills of songwriting you know, is just spotting you know like being mm. aware and attuned to things that might make good songs and then like yeah whether that's titles or themes or hooks or whatever it is but titles are quite an interesting one aren't they so like when you're writing titles down you say like sometimes it just you hear something that you think's interesting or like and there's sometimes do you work when you have a title do you have an idea what that song's going to be about or like do you just like the title and then explore around it
1: got an idea of what it's going to be about really um and also I think visually as well it helps for me to think like while I'm writing or thinking about thinking of ideas it helps to think like what the music video is going to be like or what the cover is going to be like and stuff like I'm quite like a visual person so it's it's I think it's like a really fun side of songwriting that you can think about you know what's going to come with the song and stuff so for me that really helps so I think yeah, having an idea of what the song about and like how it's gonna look visually is um, is important for me anyway. I think every, I don't know, songwriting works so differently for everyone. It's 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 mad really. Everyone's got their own like little ways, but mm-hmm. I think it helps to be kind of in tune with what's going on. Um, and and I guess like being an emotional person as well like getting attached to people or like getting sad about situations like it, it it's helpful like it's a good tool to have
0: yeah allowing yeah, yourself definitely. to experience things to the full and then be able to express them uh, yeah, yeah yeah
1: definitely yeah that's yeah yeah <laughs> my star sign coming through <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I, uh, I remember hearing um some old old rock star Keith Richards or someone like that but talking about yeah. and saying about how you know like all their whenever there was a difficult thing happened to them they're like oh yeah it's good because I might get a song out of it like, even if it's like a really horrible situation Literally, like, literally. Oh, I might get a song at least out I've of got a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was funny it was funny I remember um the, the person that I was with at the time was like maybe I should just because I was like Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling very inspired at the moment. And he's like, "Well, maybe I should just break up with you." And I was like, "Maybe you should." <laughs> and then it just kind of like happened. And then I had like this massive like back catalogue of songs. I was like, "Sick."
2: <laughs> like
1: <laughs> that's cool. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like someone hurt me. <laughs> but like that, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Give me some inspiration. Yeah. Yeah,
1: literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's interesting
0: you're saying about um, picturing the visual visual stuff to do with it like um yeah I hadn't thought of that before I mean I, I'm, I'm like a completely non-visual person <laughs> at all yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah but it's
0: yeah it's good that like whatever your you know best use of your senses are to pull it all together um I haven't thought of doing yeah.
1: that yeah I think for me it's like it's it's a fun part I think mm. I, I really enjoy the writing um but I, I think I I really look forward to like thinking of ideas and music videos and making like and they pinterest boards and stuff like that and looking at other music videos um yeah i find that really exciting and, and i don't know I'm, I'm a bit i guess a bit of a control freak when it comes to that that type of thing as well so uh, yeah, it's it's important to be right i think um and yeah it's it's, it's, excite- it's an exciting part of music yeah um, for me anyway yeah that's cool um,
0: it, it did remind me of, um, I think I have tried something visual once years ago. I heard Nick Cave would sometimes. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, like, I think, I, think it was for, for, I think it was for Red Right Hand, for the song. Red right Hand. I think he drew the the place that he's describing in it.
1: I'll oh, really? i be familiar with
0: the song, but like, kind of, you know. Was, yeah, no, I like
1: Nick Cave, yeah. Um,
0: but yes, yeah, so it kind of describes, you know, going around a little bit. So I th- I'm sure that I've heard, heard someone, they drew this image. So then when he was writing about it, he could see the place that he was trying to describe in the song um yeah and I think I tried that with one song as well I was, I was struggling trying to write a song that was you know like quite distinctive to a place and I was like well yeah. I, I, I want to see what this And it was a fictional place so like I wanted to True. see this is where this building is and this is what's down this street and this is where people might go and like you say it's a fun thing to do isn't it it's,
1: yeah it, they, especially they they could...
0: if you fall yeah. into a pattern of like if you're writing songs in a similar process then doing something like that which might do bit different um, yeah I guess kind of that. like
1: switching like switching over the senses in your brain and thinking mm. well kind of think of this first and then do this yeah it's quite helpful I think um that's a really cool idea though I've not actually I mean I'm not very good at drawing so I'd probably just draw something and laugh and be like well <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever drawn <laughs> um but that's a really good idea actually I might have to try that
0: yeah, yeah I might try that again yeah. at some point that was good fun yeah
1: <laughs> and again i like, like
0: just proper doodles like I'm a damn not I can't draw at all either but <laughs> if it's just for the purpose of the song it'll get me
2: through
1: yeah just start a new a sketchbook or something and try and get good at drawing it's weird like all my family are really good at drawing like my mum my and my like my sister's literally an illustrator and I'm like I've yeah. just not inherited that gene like really annoying but you got the like, music on, so. true yeah my sister's tone deaf so it kind of, like she can't sing a note so it kind of makes sense I guess yeah
0: you have to share the, the artistic talents in some way
1: yeah that's what I usually do whenever I need anything I'm like help <laughs> yeah do
0: you um do you tend to work do you have a like a way that you normally go through a process with songs or, or does it vary Sometimes, so, like I mean you know, like in big chunks, do like you tend to start with your lyrics or do you start with a, a melody or a, a chord I sequence? Think, or
1: yeah, it, it's, it changes every time, really. But I'd say I probably start with a chord sequence and then lyrics and melody kind of come at the same time, really. Because um, I find that if you write lyrics before the melody, then it kind of, for me anyway, like kind of stifles your melody. Because um, you're trying to follow the lyrics too much, so I, I quite like to just write them at the same time, and just see how it comes out, really. Um, but that's how I usually work. Um, but it does change, and also if like I've been doing a lot of co-writes, um, like last year, which I which I've not really done before. Um, but it's weird because, and it completely changes the process because you're writing with someone else. So. A lot of the time, they'll prefer doing lyrics and then melody. Um, so I guess it's good, really, because it's challenging, um, and you did not write like that before. Like you've not written like that before, so you come up with with new ideas, and it like switches on different parts of your brain. So for that, it's really good. Um, like I, I, really, I used to hate the idea of co-writing, but um, you know, writing with other people. But now I really like it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah
0: i was the same when i was younger i hated the idea of writing without it because it's like it's, yeah there's a, there's a number of things it, isn't there? it's like there's one of mm. you've got to be a bit open with your ideas and like you know when when ideas are unfiltered it's quite nerve-wracking isn't it sharing them with someone oh my and
1: God. worrying yeah. they're gonna be
0: like that's rubbish what you're you on about um
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and the it's idea is
1: daunting
0: there's that and there's also the um giving constructive feedback to other people i've obviously been really nervous <laughs> about and like I'm always a very particular lyricist with, with my own stuff. Anyway, like I was, yeah, every word really mattered to me. And people were suggesting they were like, just like, <laughs> but then having to keep being polite about it. Um, so yeah, I, I was really nervous about it for a long time. But then, yeah, um, the more I've done it, the more I just I love it. It's um, it's so really? good. It push, pushes you in so many different directions and.
1: Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's 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 good, really, because you can When someone suggests a co-write, you're like oh like oh my song's not good enough like that's so offensive (laughs) (laughs) but then you kind of you do it and you're like oh no I feel like it helps having a good relationship with the person that you're doing it with though yeah if you don't click it it, it's kind of awkward in the room isn't it and you're like you kind of you get in, you go into yourself a bit and you're a bit shy and you're like oh no, my ideas are really bad but if, if if you meet someone and you just kind of like you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you have click, you been, then it's really easy.
0: Have you been able to do them in person or have you been doing them virtually?
1: Um so the start of 2021, it was all virtual because we were in lockdown, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, we were. I've lost track, I've lost track of all the years. <laughs> um <laughs> and that was virtually, but it was with people that um I've written with before and I'd already kind of like knew and we were friends really. Um so it was it was really easy. But then like when lockdown ended, um I was able to go and see people in person. So it was really good. I did like it I did like um three week, I think it was like three and a half weeks in London of a, a different writing session every day with, wow. with a different with a different person. <laughs> it was like the hardest three weeks of it. It was really fun, like some of them went awfully, like as you can imagine. But some of them went really well like I know I think I had like a week where um where they're all going really well and I was like this can't last and then I had one where like we just didn't we just did not click at all (laughs) and I was like okay yeah they can't all be going well so (laughs) I was like all right well I've got to go (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that's intense Um, in three and a half weeks right and how many of those how many songs did you get like you finished with from that did you a lot of them get completed um, or a lot of them just
1: yeah, quite a few of them got completed. I think there was like ten that I was really happy with in the end. Um, but it was weird, you know, because I kind of got back home and I didn't write for ages and I was like, oh, like why am I not writing? And I I was scared that I was, I think, becoming like becoming reliant on mm. other people to kind of encourage my ideas and stuff. So it, it took a while to get back into the swing of writing by yourself again um because i know once you start i know you don't want to become lazy do you yeah it's a weird one. It's that's a weird interesting one.
0: yeah and that's something i hadn't really yeah. thought about uh, with so i think one of the things when you write by yourself or when you do
2: yeah.
0: do anything by yourself is you've got to have confidence in your own ideas and you've got to be the one who says that's a good idea or not wasn't you working with someone yeah. else sometimes that's all you need is if you come up with an idea and someone else likes it then you're like oh that's 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 all right then because you
1: just need a bit of a confidence boost don't you yeah
0: yeah
1: you just you just need a bit <laughs> of an ego boost
0: <laughs> yeah no, that's interesting isn't that and then yeah so then yeah. when you are when write by yourself you've got to develop that skill set of making those decisions and knowing when to move and
1: yeah. exactly yeah a lot of the time I've said and um, I know my dad he's not a musician but he's like a big music fan and he, he kind of listens to loads of different music, and he, he's really good in that way. So I I always send him my ideas, and I'm like what do you think of this, and he'll be like that's tribe, <laughs> and I'll be like fair enough, <laughs> or like if it's good, he'll be like no, I like that one. So I I do go through him quite a bit actually, um, which is which is funny. That's yeah, it's good <laughs> to have a, Sometimes I sad. ignore him though, and I'm like you're wrong, <laughs> 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 this is the best idea ever. <laughs> Shut up, dad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, yeah it's good to have people like that that you can that you can trust a bit anyway isn't it and
1: exactly it, yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a fascinating <laughs> process hi everyone I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far sorry for the interruption just want to drop a quick note in here to say that Swanson project is a registered charity if you're enjoying this podcast and you'd like to consider supporting us uh, there are several ways you can donate through the website it all goes towards supporting more people live with terminal to write and record their original songs if you'd also like to show your support um, for the podcast we always appreciate any reviews you can leave us uh, you know likes, shares, subscribes all that kind of business um, it always really helps uh, so if you'd like to do any of that it's really much appreciated hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast um,
2: mm. let's
0: move into section two now shall we this is where I ask my guests to, to share with a songwriting tip um, yeah yeah and generally a lot of tips kind of come out in the first section when we're just chatting about songwriting generally, but um yeah. you got a, a specific tip that you'd share with us, I think?
1: Um, I think I'd probably go back to my first point where kind of like try and think of the whole package and mm. think of the song visually. And I think it kind of expands your brain a bit and makes you think of more ideas. So I don't know. I always find this this is really random, making like, I know maybe it it wouldn't it wouldn't work for you or for someone if they weren't a visual person but if you kind of are then making like pinterest boards I always found really helps um of kind of different scenarios and films or scenes and stuff and I guess setting the scene before you write a song and thinking of the title then kind of going from there because it usually just comes straight away then if you've kind of prepped yourself Mm. for what's about to come so yeah I'd say yeah thinking of it visually and making pinterest boards <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you've been, doing it that way yeah. And when you say
0: about your pinterest boards you say would that be like so what kind of stuff would go on there you say so things for the for a music video but you mentioned like yeah any other kind of things would go on that
1: so i don't know i've got i've got one for each of my songs and i think so i wrote a song called um rose tinted not that long ago and then we like I made a board for that and it was kind of like lots of like neon lights and like there was different things going on in the images and I think that inspired me for the rest of the lyrics I think mm. well I know yeah Um, so I guess that kind of thing as well Uh, yeah and like scenes in films as well like a lot if you kind of dig deep into Pinterest there's kind of loads of like little I don't know if you ever had Tumblr <laughs> Yeah. But it kind of worked in a similar way. It was um like scenes from films with like little quotes and stuff. Um, So, yeah, for me, that really helps if I'm and, stuck.
0: And then are you yeah. using them of like when you've got a scene from a film that you're like, are you using that as like thinking of that as um something of like how you see the song fitting? Or is it like something from that scene, like a theme from it maybe? Or like... Would you imagine a song being used over a particular I was just feeling doing some ways you might do it, if like if you had like oh, the scene I really like. So I'd like to have a song that would suit yeah. that scene or that would, you know, represent that scene in a different way, or Are
1: yeah, kind of yeah.
0: Covering all those different angles.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um I watched a film called, I don't know if you've watched it, um True Romance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard and, your song um... as well about it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. And um I don't know. I watched that, and I don't know. I just thought the whole film was just like so aesthetic. Like I, I kind of kept mm. pausing the film, and each scene was, was so cool. Like there was something really interesting in each each scene, and um, I made a, a, a Pinterest board on that, and then kind of took a lot of the, the images to the lyrics. So like, step on the gas was like, uh, am driving in the car, or like, yeah sad girl dress like no other because she was wearing like a I don't know she was wearing like a blue turquoise bra wasn't she like Mm -hmm. a cow print skirt and they're iconic (laughs) Uh, so yeah that that really helped kind of thinking thinking like that films yeah I think films are a big one really because I mean I was speaking to someone about this before um I think they don't necessarily come to you on purpose I think just naturally like the more films you watch the more you get Inspired by stuff, I think, and without really knowing, Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're for inspiration, maybe watch watch a film.
0: Some films,
2: yeah, Um, yeah.
1: Watch some films, which isn't a bad thing to do. You can just chill, (laughs) eat some food, watch some films, (laughs) and also I think as well, putting yourself under less pressure is is a good tip. Um, If I if I find myself if I find myself like being put under pressure then I feel like I can't really come up with anything Mm. um you know I don't really set any like times that I'm gonna write or days that I'm gonna write like I don't think okay on Tuesday I'm gonna write a song I just kind of write it when it comes um which my label probably hate because I'm (laughs) slow in that way (laughs) but um (laughs) uh but yeah I think not putting a lot of pressure on yourself and just when it feels right, do it. Um, you know, make sure you've got a nice little sort of space to be doing it, and just do it. I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's really good advice, Holly. Yeah.
1: Um, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm i reeling off all this advice, and like, I'm probably like, yeah, these put some of it into practice myself at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it's good. I think
0: like um, when you when you write songs a lot, you kind of gain have all these different ideas, and like you might not use them all the time. But it might yeah. be like you know, like a certain song, like if you're struggling with it, you might be like, actually, no, well, this is what I need to do. And you'd say, uh, I used to always think of it as a trick bag. You know, you've got a bag of tricks for when you're writing songs. Yeah. And it might be at this time, like you're stuck with something. Like, oh, well, I'll, I'll watch some films this time or I'll, I'll do the Pinterest board mm. or I'll do this. And like, you've got all these different tricks to try and work that song out with.
1: Exactly, yeah. And the title thing as well is a, re- is a really good one. Mm. If you think of like a random two words that kind of sound nice, I guess, or two words that mean a lot to you then just get, get those titles in your phone. And I learned that from writing with someone else. They were like, right, what titles have you got? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then from then on, I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, titles.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I was, I was just wondering if, um going back to the senses thing, if people yeah. who aren't visual, like, I'm just thinking if we do that with other senses. So like, what are the senses? So, so the visual one we've talked about, obviously auditory. Hearing this is a big part of music, anyway. Thinking, well, how you want the song to sound. Yeah. Um, do you do anything with touch? Like that's something well in Swan Song we do that quite a lot. When we're writing, when I'm writing, really? people, I, ask, I ask them who they want to hear the song and how they, how they want that person to feel. And that's quite a good way of working backwards. Of like, if I want so and so to feel a certain way when they hear this song, how are we going to generate that feeling in it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that's a really good idea.
0: That's quite interesting. Yeah, think... Go on. No, you go ahead.
1: (laughs) I think, I don't know. Yeah, it depends who you're appealing to, doesn't it, really? Mm. I think, personally, I always like my songs to be super relatable Mm. Um, and, you know, helpful towards other people as well as myself, really, because I feel like most experiences that you go through, a lot of other people are going through them too. And if someone's going through that experience, then it's quite comforting to listen to a song and be like, okay, this person's been through this as well. So I guess, yeah, I guess in that way, it, it's good. And yeah, I guess looking at other people and being like, "Are oh, they going through this, or I'll write a song about this?" And then other people will feel less alone. Mm. yeah,
0: that's always a good yeah. um, a good ethos for writing songs, isn't it? It's to uh, yeah, what some of the people, other people can connect to and relate to in some way.
1: make them super relatable. Yeah, I mean, you listen to some songs don't you and they're like really abstract um like I don't know I was listening to um I don't know if you've listened to much um Bon Ivor bon I don't know how you want to say it um no, no I don't know I was listening to one of his albums the other day like he, he's one of my favorite artists and i he's just like plucking out these lyrics from there and I'm like why the hell like, where in your brain does that come from? Like, obviously, like, obviously, it's probably taken a lot of drugs, so that's probably where it's coming from, <laughs> which would, would would not, obviously, would not recommend. Um, So, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just like, God, why, why did he pluck that from? I don't know, he's a bit of a genius. Um, But I guess with those songs, I kind of relate to them audibly more than, more than... The lyrics if that makes sense mm. um but yeah I, I feel like as, as well I quite like relating to um to teenagers because I feel like it's, it's it's a really hard part of your life and in, in your 20s as well like everyone's so unsure on on who they are I mean I don't know I'm anyway <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope people are as well but um yeah I feel like everyone's pretty and uncertain on everything so kind of listening to songs that feel the same way help you quite a bit yeah
0: yeah 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 it's a good um like you say it's, yeah, it's an important age period isn't it where where things like that are i mean mm. i think music's you know always important to people at different times but yeah like you say at that age it is particularly um particularly important when people are unsure where they are and where they're going and who, who they are and
1: Yeah, yeah, it it's weird because people are like, oh, you know, classic teenagers being unsure, and then you kind of go through your teens, and you're like, okay, like my twenties are coming up, like (laughs) this is this is it, like this is who I am, and then I know you get to like 22, or I mean, I'm 24 now. And I'm still like, what the hell? <laughs> like this does not, it does not get easier. Like I'm sorry, everyone listening, but it does not get easier. Because <laughs> I guess all, you've got loads of friends that have got their lives together and like they've got you know, like a house and a dog and a good job, and you just look at them and you're just like, God, damn you. <laughs> um, and for, the, for those people that that don't have that, I think that they can feel quite alone. And then and then you've got your 30s. And I guess like all your friends like are getting married or whatever. And then like if you're not, then it's like, God, I'm so alone. I'm like, oh God, have I got that to come now? <laughs> maybe maybe four easier best years. I don't know maybe, yeah maybe maybe I'm calling it <laughs> wait until
0: then <laughs> yeah yeah I'm 32 now and I still feel like I, yeah. I don't know what's going on half the time
1: do you really that,
0: that thing like I remember being a teenager thinking like people in the 20s but they were they were proper grown-ups and I got to my 20s people yeah. in the 30s were grown-ups and I'm in my 30s and I'm like where are the grown-ups <laughs> I know. you know when something I happens know something happens and you look around for a grown-up and you realise you're the oldest person there you're like oh no I've got, I've got to deal with this somehow
1: someone get me a grown-up yeah <laughs> yeah you're all in your own aren't you it's weird uh, yeah well that's I, life I know. Eh? yeah Yeah. you
0: keep trying to grow up uh...
1: <laughs> I know. I mean yeah, I speak to my parents and I'm like, do you feel like fifty odd? And they're like, No. <laughs> I feel about eighteen and I'm like, okay, that's good to know. That's good yeah. to know. <laughs> have you ever heard yeah. um
0: have you ever heard Tom Waits' song, Yeah, I don't want to grow up? Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah.
1: <laughs> you know I, I was just I literally just listened to Tom Waits yesterday because I watched a film um called Licorice Pizza. It's on in the cinemas and he's in it. Like, since when did Tom Waits act? i did not oh, know he's been, he's been
0: acting a long time yeah he's actually Has really, he? good. Yeah, yeah, he's really? Good yeah.
1: I, I literally didn't i didn't know that because my favorite song my head is um if you listen to martha
2: yeah <laughs> tune, beautiful, tune. beautiful
1: yeah isn't it it's literally one of, one of my favorite songs and i didn't even realize that he was an actor and yeah I it was, and i was like wow he's really good
0: yeah he's amazing like it's not really an album in I think so. over ten years since his last album, but he's, he's done quite a lot of films, and he's been doing. He yeah. did like odd, odd, odd acting jobs for quite a long time. Um, but yeah, he's done some yeah. some really good stuff. He's done some really good films. Um,
1: yeah, he's man. a bit of a legend, isn't
0: he? Oh, he's just amazing. Yeah, he's one of my one of my yeah. big yeah. good heroes. It really. Um, yeah, I've, so it. I've got one of his lyrics on my forearm there. <laughs>
1: Have you? What does it? Yeah. What does it say?
0: It's uh, the world is not my home. I'm just a passing through.
1: Oh my god! So sake. it's
0: from uh, Come On Up to the House. Yeah, this Mule Variations album. Yeah, so that's probably my favorite album of all time. If I had to, if I had to have one, oh, um,
1: yeah,
0: but yeah, Martha's an interesting that. choice, like you said there. So, because again, it, it mm. kind of ties us back to what we're talking about with with your song Growing in a way. If that, that was so, that came out in '73, when I think Tom Waits was like 23 or so, when that album came out, so he yeah. wrote that when he was in his early 20s. And again, it's a song Makes of like, such maturity, <laughs> of like it's, yeah. um, you know, it's writing about a, yeah, a, a, a well, a unsuccessful relationship isn't it over yeah. um, over a long period of time of unacquieted love in some kind of way um and I guess that's, that's when I'm talking. I always listen to it I think like how did you write that at that age like how did you have that much maturity to
1: it's so mature yeah. it's um it's so like I don't know his lyrics are so specific as well like it it's, it's I think that's what makes it so sad mm. like it is like but it's happy it's happy sad it's like I don't know it's, a, it's an amazing song, then. And it, yeah. 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 Great song. <laughs> great song. song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, that's another good point to move into the last section of the podcast. This is where, um, yeah. so this is why I ask my guests to share is a song that's meaningful to them in some way related to bereavement. Um, so which song have you chosen for this section, Abby?
1: Um, is this one of my own or, it, or, uh, or someone else's?
0: uh it can be either but i think we've gone with one of you haven't we
1: we've gone with it okay okay that's <laughs> just um no it's a song that i wrote um about a year ago now um called grandpa it's still a pretty rough demo um i've not really kind of finished it yet i guess but i thought that's what made it nice um yeah so it's about it's about um my grandpa who um died when i was quite young really but i still remember a lot of things about him and um on boxing day actually. I think it, a day where like all the family kind of come together and I was thinking, oh, it'd be really it'd be really sound if he was here now. Cause um he was like a big, a big joker and um like a very loud person. Um and he brought a lot to the table when it came to family occasions. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> um and I think it I think there was there wasn't a lot of people there that boxing day and I thought, oh like he he should really be here. So that's that was my inspiration behind the song and I kind of wanted to keep keep the song quite rough because I felt like the the rawness of it stayed so yeah it's gone past.
0: Okay, brilliant. So that was Grandpa by Abby Ozad. So yeah, that was um is is that an exclusive? Is that the first time you've played that? That's been shared live somewhere.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know what what it is. I've never I've never really shared it before. Um I think it's on my SoundCloud. Um, but I don't know if it's a private link or not. I can't even remember. But um but yeah. It uh, is. That, I always it's like exclusive. it when we get
0: an exclusive on the on the podcast.
1: And <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. thought it's the only really real song that I've written about. Um, like actual bereavement not break of bereavement um, <laughs> <laughs> um and i so thought it'd be it'd be quite fitting yeah
0: yeah yeah thanks for sharing it with us um and yeah it's always i always like hearing songs in and i guess as we talked about with growing earlier that was mm. that was the the version four and a half years down the line of it and now we've got another yeah. one where it's like I say, it's, it's very rough um potentially early stages that might transform over the years to come um what was it like writing this song and so you told us a little bit about it before we heard it there um what was it like did you so you say you knew knew him a bit and you had some memories and I guess other people have told you bits about him uh...
1: yeah so I think he died when I was around four so it was I was super young but he's I think he's one of those personalities that kind of stuck with everyone like it wasn't like he literally gets talked about every single day so I feel like I've I know him really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I still still remember him really well. It's it's weird. Um, I think it, that's because like everyone in my family have kept his, his memories memory so alive, really. Um, and yeah, I think it was it was a quiet, yeah, like I said, it was like a quiet Boxing Day. Um, and he kind of had this chair that he always sat on. Like I remember it because we've got like photos of him in this like green chair. And um, and I thought yeah, no, it would be it'd be cool if he was here like i think you just used to take the mick out of everything <laughs> and i think there was like a family argument happening at the time classic christmas really <laughs> and i was like he needs to be here um to, to break the tension um but yeah it's just about that really and just yeah about my um my nan um who he was married to was quite an introverted person and he was so extroverted so like he brought her out of her shell quite a lot and I think it was it was it was really good for her really so that's why it's it, it was kind of it was a it was a, a bad loss really but we all kind of try and keep us keep us thinking like you know Clive would have done this and she and she like she like laughs like like <laughs> it's really funny like she, like she laughs at poo jokes <laughs> like all the time I know it's so true like she finds poo she loves poo jokes and like so we always like make those jokes and then she's like oh, oh I would have loved that <laughs> yeah yeah, it's funny. yeah. Oh,
0: that's nice it's, it's nice to hear that he's, um, like his presence is still so much there within the family
2: still yeah. so much.
1: yeah it's really nice um you know it shows that how like how big of a personality he was really, um. But I feel like he's kind of still, still about which is which is really nice. And yeah, I man. feel like um, yeah. No yeah. writing that song. I've I've actually I think I don't know if I've shared. I've never shared my nana. I was like I don't think I can yeah.
2: share.
1: <laughs> 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 I was like I think it's it's just a bit, a bit too much. <laughs> so I've just kind of kept it to myself. Um. I mean yeah. Maybe she might listen to this yeah <laughs> and be like, sorry, grandma, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um yeah, yeah that, was, think- that
0: was gonna be my next question was if you played it for for the family and what their reactions were, and if like if that was a a concern when you were writing it of like making sure that you did something that you know they felt was accurate and
1: yeah, it was really. I, I, I literally wrote it in like ten minutes. Yeah. Um, it just it just came out straight away. Um, but it took. I don't think I showed my parents and like, I only showed them not that long ago. So it must have been like six months after I kind of thought, "Oh, I've written the song," and then obviously like mum was was upset. <laughs> so I was like, "Great, <laughs> <laughs> I've done it." <laughs> uh, um so always oh, good to get that reaction no I'm joking, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um uh but yeah no I've I've not I've not really shown anyone else um but I would like to make it into like a, a proper song one day I think and see how it turns out or it might just stay stay in the state that it's in now I don't know who you knows yeah
0: yeah yeah and it'll work yes yeah it'll work its way out and whether it was just what you needed on that day to get through it or whether it becomes a you yeah, know like your closing song of your set every night or something like that it's kind of I know
1: so, yeah yeah the life of their own yeah the thing is that I don't know if it's too niche really like I know it's important to me but I don't know whether it would be important to other people yet really I don't know just kind of see. But,
0: yeah and again it's like I guess what we we're talking about earlier with relatability in songs that's one thing that I've found with it is that it's it's a it's a relatable song you know a lot of people have grandparents especially um that have gone yeah. and the and again as we we're talking about with Wakes and Martha is the details in the song are what really make it relatable and make you get to see it and put put you know your own relatives or own people in that those situations um
1: yeah, so yeah I'm sure yeah. I think it's
0: definitely a song that a lot of people will, will relate to and uh, connect to. oh
1: thanks thanks yeah. yeah that's good to know <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah good stuff yeah well thanks a lot for your time Abby it's been really nice to talk to you
1: yeah thanks for having me it's been fun i love yeah, a podcast
0: been, yeah a lot of fun um, have you got anything podcasts. anything coming up or any uh releases or gigs or anything that you want to mention when we're, when we're here
1: yeah um so i've got a release coming up in february uh and lots of more music coming out this year and which is exciting and then gigs gigs wise um yeah i've got a lot planned for for kind of when winter's over but if that's gonna happen who knows <laughs> fingers yeah. crossed um hopefully it will um i'm 90 percent sure that it will <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah i guess keep your eyes peeled for new music yeah
0: cool. i'll put all your links in the description of this episode as well so people can find your website and social medias and everything like that
1: cool thanks
0: good stuff yeah thanks for uh, going on that'd be uh nice to speak to you and um thanks for tuning in everyone i'll be back on the episode soon